Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to Street Champs. Quick shout out to our sponsors, Rocky Mountain Blaze, Big Bear Wine and Liquors, Tacos Navarro, and now Grayscale Tattoo. Fucking Let's go. Anything we're smoking, we got that right from Rocky Mountain Blaze. Anything we're sipping, we got that straight from Big Bear. You know we had them killer tacos before this pod. And fuck, I just got my tatted. I just got my tat today. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Today we're in here with legend Cody Cause again. Let's go. What's up? Glad to be back. Thanks for having me on. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Thanks for coming back, bro. Shit. Absolutely. It was like I said last time, this was the coolest interview that I've had, you know, and it was so you guys are just really cool. We vibed well. We became friends after that. So it was Hell cool. yeah. Hell yeah. We also got Rick G in the house tonight. Let's go. You guys know who it is. For sure. So um all right, so uh how is how has things changed since your last your last interview to get off it? Pretty good. I mean there's there's been some changes. I finally got my final contract back. Um, so our lawyers are looking that over and then we're going to get that signed and now we can move forward with radio tour and all that stuff. So hopefully like all my timelines changed, I think from the last time all my songs were, or my first single was supposed to drop the end of January, early February. Then that got pushed. Then I kind of got like pushed to the side. So then we were like, what the hell? Oh man. So, but that's kind of how it works. You know, I, I talked to, I've been in and out of Nashville. I went to a couple events out there um, and was able to talk to my mentor, Craig Campbell. Uh, and he was just like, hey, man, kind of gave me some words of encouragement as I've been sitting patient for a couple months, you know. And he was like, this is just how the business is. And, you know, once he kind of broke it down, why it was taking so long, it was just like it made sense. It was all these different agencies have to come together to, like, make their contracts and then – his lawyers have to like bring all of those contracts and mesh it with this contract that we receive. So then it just, so it just took a lot of time. And now they're reviewing that. Our lawyers are reviewing that contract to make sure we don't get screwed. And then uh, we can move forward after that. So Mm. thankfully it should be soon. I'm not even going to give a timeline (laughs) this time because I, I learned my lesson from that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, So, when you say like you're not going to get screwed, is that like common? Are most people like trying to like get one over on you, a new artist? I would say probably. I guess like in the music, in the yeah, music industry, yeah. I mean, if they, it's like anything. You're trying to work a deal, like to to get as much money as you can without as you know. I I don't think I think what's awesome is that I'm super fortunate to have a guy that is truly in it for me and wants me to succeed. So he wouldn't put me in a position to fail. So he's been really hands-on with the whole process as well, which he doesn't need to be, you know, and like he has people that can, he can delegate on his staff, on his team to handle things, which mostly it's just been him and his manager that have been dealing with it kind of like right by our side. So you know, it's uh, I'm I'm very fortunate to have a guy that has been screwed over a couple times in his career where he's lost millions of dollars. You know, and it's like That's he crazy. just does, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. just doesn't want to yeah. see that happen to me, which is which is amazing. I mean, he's a godsend. I couldn't have asked for something better. So, and the music industry can be doggy yeah, dog. Bro. Literally, I hear so many times because I, I I make music, I right. rap, I'm in the hip hop kind of scene. And that happens a lot with the hip hop scene. Oh, yeah. Like somebody gets really eager and then signs, doesn't even, you know what yeah. I mean? You're smart, you're getting lawyers with it, you know what I mean? And you're mm-hmm. making sure everything's right. That's how you do it. Totally. And you heard that from Craig, right? Craig yep. was like, you got to get lawyers. And Absolutely. You see, and that's awesome. Well, and it's funny, really it's funny that you bring that up too, because 
I actually texted you, huh? What was that guy's name? DJ Flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Flip. Yeah, and I don't know, like, I I hadn't heard about him Uh or anything, but I got a random text from this dude, and I kind of, like, looked him up, and, like, he's verified Mm -hmm. on Instagram and everything, and I... But I was just kind of weird. Like he he obviously works in hip hop mm-hmm. for the guys that know hip hop. I obviously didn't know who he was. So my first thought was to text Derek, and I was like, "Okay, do you know who this is?" And <laughs> yeah. he was like, "Oh shit, yeah, he's done this and whatever." Mm-hmm. But then you know, I, and I, it could have been fake. My guess is that it was probably fake. But he was like, "Hey, I want to sign you as one of my artists," and I'm like, "What?" So then I was, yeah. I just kind of like played into it to kind of feel it out because he was like, "Yeah, I want to give you 150k a month." So I knew I was like, that's a lot. Okay. What the fuck? So then uh, I kind of just played it out just to see what would happen. And I said, yeah, let me send you my manager. Did it super professional. I was like, that's how you do it. Yeah. Here's my manager's uh, email. Shoot him an email. We can, you know, just chat or whatever. And he goes, oh, you can't make your own decisions. And I was ah, like, there it is. I, I was like, there it is. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, of all people, you should understand, you know, the process. So, you know, it's just like, even if it was fake, it was just, and I've dealt with that before. Like before I was even introduced to Craig, there was a company that reached out to me, um, in Los Angeles or well, she was from Los Angeles, but her company is from Nashville. And, Mm. um, I had a couple of them, but this one in particular really caught my eye. Like, um, she's real, like she does work with artists and it kind of was, uh, you know, when you're sitting in a position like you would, un- like new artists are, you're just like waiting for the opportunities. Mm-hmm. So when that lady kind of hit me up, I was kind of, I was just little, you know, wide eyed about it. I was like, oh, no way. This is crazy. So I did. I, I mean, I kind of investigated into it a little bit. I talked to her several times, talked to a few of her artists to just feel out the situation. And then she kind of sent me a preliminary contract and I was, and, everything that she was saying that I would need to pay her for, I was already doing myself. But the caveat of it was she was asking me to continue doing it myself, but I would just be paying her for her service, which I still to this day couldn't figure out what that would be, you know, other than maybe some connection. But then I just thought, you know, I'm going to, I told her I'm going to pass up on this because my thought was, man, you know, I'm really, really new at this point to, to doing anything. So if I'm getting some note, some notoriety, some attention out in Nashville or Los Angeles, I'm obviously doing something right and something bigger is going to come along, which, you know, God works in mysterious ways and obviously something did. So yeah, man, put here for a reason. Yep. How do you uh, go about telling people like, no, uh, well, I was trickier earlier on in my career. Now I just have the stones. I'm not afraid to tell people no. And I can be a little more demanding, you know, just with my growth, but it's hard with new artists. Like you're kind of just a starving guy, you know? And so, yep. you know, I mentioned that on the podcast last time. And when I listened through, you know, I kind of agreed with what I said, but I also disagreed. Like, know your worth, but you also have to know where you're at in your career too. You know, there's, there's definitely a time and place where you can demand, like if you're bringing a crowd, if you're bringing all that stuff, a good sound, good equipment, all that stuff, you know, you can be a little more, uh, well, this is kind of what I want. This is what I normally charge. This is my standard fee. But if you're just fresh to the scene, like 
you know, you're going to kind of have to take what you get and work mm-hmm. your way up. Mm-hmm. So, nice. I mean, I, there was one point I was playing four hours for a hundred bucks and obviously I don't do that now. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You but, told me that story. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Four <laughs> hours. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. a, fu- that's a fucking set. Like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, it is. Four hours. <laughs> all, all solo, right? Just you and your uh, yep. guitar you and the crew. Just, mm-hmm. I just had a binder about that thick with like 60 some songs and i would just no no crew yeah oh so it was just you and the me. guitar this was fresh yeah, oh shit playing in restaurants and little bars See, and, and stuff so how and i gotta ask because sometimes people will tune into this interview not knowing that there's a, a first interview so go check that out if you yeah. haven't but how long have you been making music two years two years yeah two See, years i would say awesome. probably a year professionally so. ah see there you go yeah nice so man. But it's a it, it is like totally a grind, and you, if you're if you're thinking about doing music, you know you gotta be prepared for for that grind for sure. And like you you understand that, yep. and you understand that with the podcast, it's like everybody's got to start somewhere. And uh, you've had and uh, Tiana, mm-hmm. she, I met her last night. Mm-hmm. Um, she was talking to me about her vlog and stuff, and she was asking me about like nerves. And things like that. How do you get over it? And I said, well, honestly, it's just by doing it. Yeah. You know, you do. You just got to kind of. And then believing in yourself, too. Like, it's it takes a lot to kind of put yourself out there. Social media, vlogging, especially. You put your life out there for people. And there's going to be. I told her that. I was like, you're going to get haters no matter what you do. Like, mm-hmm. people, people hate you because you're doing things better for yourself. And when you start to grow and they're not doing anything, like... It just gets to them in a weird way. I don't know why. It turns to hate. It turns to like spite. It does. And changes them. For sure. So it's like you just got to be okay with that and accept that and be comfortable in your own skin. Believe in what you're doing because nobody else is going to believe in your dream more than you, you know. And Mm -hmm. it's just – so, I mean – it's pretty for for the new people, you know. That's that's the advice that I would give. Nice. But. Yeah. Since um, since like your like recent um move and stuff, have you felt like you've been experienced that? Like some of your friends are just like, oh fuck, Cody. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I. Oh man. It's it's pretty crazy. Um, how the tide switches for sure. Like uh, like I said last time, it's always it's always eighty twenty for mm-hmm. sure. But you'd be surprised who's in that 20%. You know what I mean? After it's all said and done, it's pretty, pretty crazy. Like, you know, and then, and then it's, uh, you know, the word on the street is so your best friends talking smack, you know, or whatever. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's hard, but it's like, you know, your circle gets really small, very, very small. And it needs to be, um, you know, it's kind of pretty interesting. Like, like, uh, when they it, it and it shouldn't matter but you, it does because it always just will stand out a little bit but like the people that you think should like your posts or like your video or share that don't ever interact with your socials That's at all it is, man. it's always the strangers you know and it's mm-hmm. like it's kind of just interesting but then you run into them in public or you run into them in at parties or whatever and they're like Oh man, it's so awesome what you're doing. Like it's so Damn, cool to see. Yep. I see all your posts and I'm like, "Well, if you see them, why don't you help me and share them?" You know. Throw them out there. Right. For me. Or like with merch, you know, merchandise or um shows like, you know, "Hey, can you get us tickets? Hey, can you get give me some merch?" but they don't want to buy them. 
You know, it's like I'm not in a position I can't, you know, it costs me a ton of money to be able to get merch and to be like there will come a day when I can do that for people. But right now I can't, you know. Don't forget to buy his merch. <laughs> Speaking he, of. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it really is that way. It's just kind of it's interesting how it kind of just flips a little bit. But I don't know. I mean, like, I think it's for the better, to be honest, because you don't really want those people in your in your business anyway and in your life. So they can watch from the outside. And to be honest, like my dad gave me good advice one time. He was like, haters don't hate losers. And that's just the truest statement. Like it's so fact. It oh, is. Well, yeah. So why in that kind of plays into like why why do you think everybody hates Tom Brady so much? Yeah. Because the man is so fucking good. <laughs> He's man. a winner. He's, He's the a goat. fucking winner. Yes. The goat. The greatest of all time. Will there be a quarterback that has as many rings as him? I don't know. Right. I don't know. Because it literally after he left, it's down to Jimmy G who has two. You know what I mean? Like fuck mm-hmm. that's insane to me. So like that statement is 100% fact. Man. Oh, yeah. People Definitely. only hate on people that are winning. 100%. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's eloquently put. I like that. Your dad's good one. <laughs> Spot on, bro, with that shit. You know? It's fucking... It's crazy to me. Like, it, it makes me wonder if it's... It's obviously amplified because of social media. It makes right. me wonder because we all grew up in a in a time where, I mean, we're young adults and we're dealing with social media. Back then, they didn't deal with that shit. Right. So hating back then, I kind of wonder how it was. You know what I totally. mean? Like when there was no – because, that you know, they see you doing it on Instagram. They keep checking back on you, so they fucking keep hating on you because, you know, mm-hmm. that's they're, – they're feeling bad about themselves or whatever the fuck it is, you know? Right. I wonder how that was back in the day. You know what I mean? When there wasn't this. Mm-hmm. They, they only seem – what was there, what you, you know, I don't know. It's kind of different. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Cause social media, it's so easy for us to. Yeah. I, totally. I, see, I see what you're saying. Like imagine if like Elvis or like Marilyn Monroe had like Facebook or tw- Twitter, <laughs> like, you know, they'd be like, just popped a bunch of Zans, bro. Just popped a bunch of prescription <laughs> medication. Like, you know, cause they were, you know, like they had yeah. dark sides. I mean, that right. so. yeah. what, we didn't them. see them. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, like I said, you know, we, we kind of grew up in a weird, like, we were like teenagers, I think, when social media really started popping, mm-hmm. I guess. And uh, like, I don't, I, I didn't get my first smartphone, I think, until my sophomore year of high school. So it was like, what kind of phone? Around it was a Nokia around Windows like six or something. Ooh, he was fancy with it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's what's up, dude. Couldn't get the, my parents wouldn't let me get, I had a flip phone before that, though. When was your first cell phone? What grade? Uh, Seventh grade. Same. So. Yeah, yeah, we're seventh grade cats, dude. How about you? Sixth grade. Oh, you had yeah. a stunt. Because I had a big brother, and he had one in sixth grade, and I was like, Mom, if this, you don't <laughs> yeah. this is crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go home. <laughs> but no, I feel like... Couldn't run away. It's a mistake to get a child a cell phone oh, now. Oh, so 100%. Really, yeah. iPads, too. Like, my sister's 10. She's got an iPad. And, like, that's just the kids today. They all... that They cannot... As soon as, like, and I love my sister, I'm not bashing her or anything, but as soon as she gets home, iPad, like, does not go outside, nothing. And she's got Snapchat, TikTok, and it, you can see it, like, on, especially, I think, on the young girls, like, they are just maturing so young. It's insane. And not in a good way either. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's social media is very toxic to the youth. Mm -hmm. 
It's bad. Hey, it's a, toxic to me, bro. I'd be oh. addicted to, as fuck to this shit. I got so, it on my lap like it's a fucking chihuahua, dog. Like, you, what am I doing? Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's weird. It is. And if you spend too much time on it, you can feel yourself, like, getting depressed, I think. But... I, yeah. 100% bro it's very it's a very toxic thing without people realizing it's toxic yeah what's the first thing you do when you wake up yeah bro you know what I mean look at that fuck. well first I, I'm like am I late to work <laughs> you know <laughs> but what I mean? you, after but that you check? I, I look the time and then I look at the notifications right there right right, right yep. below them you know what I mean it's, first thing you do is grab your phone first thing yeah. yep and it's bad we yeah. sleep next to them like fucking we don't I remember when I was a teenager bro like in like you said, cell phones and all that shit was getting like more advanced and more crazy. My parents tried to take my phone, bro, and I like flipped. <laughs> I like flipped, like flip, flip. Yep. And I like scared myself, bro. Like it was weird, bro. It was a very and I'll always remember that. And like that was the day I kind of You're remember. Like, I was like, damn, I'm addicted. <laughs> I was just I and I forgot it was over dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. being a stupid little sixteen year old or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. Like it was bad, bro. And I was like, wow. I'm like I'm addicted as fuck to this yeah. shit. And like here I am, like fucking See, still. The crazy thing is we're talking bad about it, and we're all guilty of it. I know. And, and someone's watching on it on yes. right now, and like, we're not changing it either. <laughs> we're not gonna change it. <laughs> it's just no. it's just the way it is. At least we're artists, so we can be like, well, we kind of need it. <laughs> yeah, that's the excuse of it <laughs> yeah. for sure. Excuse, dude. Oh. And like you can be like, oh, I'm a content creator. Like I have to scroll on TikTok and <laughs> yeah. watch videos. I like, gotta <laughs> see what's popping right now. What's yeah. what's yeah. in? Uh, I, I kind of stopped. I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to get better about like not reading all the comments. Yeah. You don't have to read them. Just like them. Yeah. Like you know, just love it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like and then move on. Yeah. Like don't even read. Just boom, boom, and then. Yeah. For I sure. Mean, take it piece out of joe rogan's book you know what i mean he said he don't even read the shits like i mean you're at a point to where you don't have to like like everything or nothing but like he don't fucking take any mind to that the people around him don't take any mind to that yeah. like they just forget about all of that shit and that's that's really hard to do it right? is it means Especially a lot at, to the people though like when you like the person's comment like if cody was to comment back be like thank you so much like that yeah. that shit means a lot that shit changes people's like lives sometimes. yeah well i'm i'm super lucky that you know i don't really get much hate comments you know but so i but well and speaking of that i just did win that award show yeah, and congratulations yeah, thank you. bro thank you Hell and that yeah. was for the fan army award so my my fans that come and support me are super amazing but like i really do try to take the time to you know if they dm me or like my stuff comment on it just interact like you said it it does it it just makes them feel a little personal and you want that too you want your people to think you know man this dude really loves me and you and i do like i genuinely do as you guys probably do your your fans too so i love them and i'll make love to them (laughs) right (laughs) speaking of that has anybody ever sent you like titties or something or like a good a good picture of balls or something yeah (laughs) pause (laughs) he says pause well I heard this joke one time. I was like, how many, how many have you seen? And I was like, and the guy was like, I don't know the number, but I know it's an even number for for boobs. (laughs) And I was like, Oh man, that's funny. But yes, I have, I've gotten that stuff before. And I, I, I get it, get it off the feed right away. Like I just don't. Everybody, everybody that sends that you're blocking them out. Yeah. Don't send the titties, y'all. It's not even, it's just, you know, you got, for me, I just, you just got to keep it straight. Like, 
I appreciate it. Like yeah. I understand it, but it's just. And you're not yeah. single. Are you oh. single? Are you yeah, single? I am. You are single. Yeah. All right. Just make. I'm on ch- the. I'm my. I'm chasing my dream, brother. I got. <laughs> I got. No, go. I can't. And that's the thing. It's and I. You know. I don't know what it feels like to be doing what I'm doing and be a girl. Like being like a girl at my side. I can't even imagine dealing with that. To be honest. So you're right. I've tried. I've been in a couple. You know situations and. uh not really any of them ended well with just what I'm doing. You know, it's just dating an artist is very hard. Yeah. It's just a lot of attention from, from the girls and, you know, just in general. So it's just, it's hard to, even for my family, it's like, you know, I'll go to a show or something. And after I'm done, I go out in the crowd and it takes, you know, 40 minutes to get to them or to get to the bathroom. You saw, I was I was just trying to give him daps last night. <laughs> he was like a little fan girl. Huh? I felt like it. No, low key. I felt like it, bro. I was like, I was like, he probably knows we're here, but like Tiana and Delilah were like, no, let's go talk to him. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right, but I'm glad we. Yeah, we, we ended. Yeah, we ended up. I I was trying to search you out anyway, but like <laughs> I saw you from afar, and then I had to just shake, take Everybody. pictures, all yeah, that. Bro. Then I finally got to him. Then there were a few people that came into our conversation. That, yeah, I, I I expected it, but it's just you know it's part of it. So that's part of you it, know. Bro. I took a picture it with this lady. Actually, it was so funny. I had to go to UPS to drop off a package, mm-hmm. and uh, I had my sunglasses on and everything. I held this door open for the lady, and you just see her go as she walks out, and she goes, "Wait a second, are you Cody?" And I was like, "Yeah." She goes, do you mind if I get a selfie? Yeah, I said, yeah that fine. must feel crazy, bro. It's weird. It's just weird, I think, yeah. more than anything. Like, it's so cool, and you want to just enjoy it. But it's, you know, it's just weird. It's like, it, yeah. You what know. do we do? It's that, so it, it ties back to our conversation we were having about social media. Right, yeah. Like, good on that? Yeah. Like, I remember, so I opened up for, I don't know if you know who Futuristic is. Mm-hmm. He's kind of, yeah. So I opened up for Futuristic, and... I forgot to get a picture with him. Like, and I was like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. But then I like kind of took it back and I was like, man, like I was there. I experienced it. Right. And a lot of people don't live in the moment. So I'm going to just take this time to live in the moment. Yeah. You know, stay. I took a picture with all the other homies, like Denzel Porter and uh, Big Pun's son was there. You know what I mean? Like Chris Rivers fucking took a picture with all those homies. But I just for I was waiting for the line and like we were talking, you know what I mean? He was there. We were talking and then uh, he seen that no one else was there and then like, you know, he's yeah. an artist. He's got shit to do so he dipped and I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't get the pic. I was like, fuck, what did I, you know what I mean? And fucking, I gave him weed and shit, you know what I mean? Fucking, I was like, that's good enough, you know what I mean? Sometimes you don't need the picture. Right. Like, yeah. So, I'm, just, I'm trying to like, learn that about my you know yeah and i feel like that experience kind of like taught me like yeah. oh you know you don't need it you opened up for him you talked to him yep. you gave him weed shook his fucking hands shook the homies hands they know who the fuck you are mm-hmm. so like and take truthfully that. they appreciate it i have come to learn they appreciate that realness mm-hmm. more than you taking a picture because they do they think the same way that you just said it like mm-hmm. uh social media clout chaser like and it took me a while to to realize that, you know, there's times I've taken pictures with like the bigger artists that I've played with just because I want that keepsake. I mean, it's the yeah. it's the memories. It too, is. You know what I mean? Right. Like, But as you start growing in it and becoming a part of the in, then it becomes like, you know, you want you almost. want them to be your friend as opposed to you being their fan. You know what I mean? So true. And th- yeah, that's so, so true. Yeah. 
Fuck yeah. That's and a lot of people. Hopefully, we'll start. I don't know. I don't see it doing. I don't. You know, I kind of see everybody with the phone, the pictures, and that's going to yeah. just keep growing. I feel Do you like. think Twitter has kind of run its course? No, uh, you don't think so. No, I, I mean they say only one in ten people are on Twitter now. You know, and that's not very much. Right. Like if you really think about it, I'm on Twitter. I love Twitter because I can just kind of say whatever the fuck that comes to mind, right. and like I don't really give a fuck about it. Like what happened, you know. Um, like I'll just tweet about the fights and shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, he just got knocked the fuck out. Like, you know, right. just random bullshit that I don't, you know. Um, but other than that, like, I can kind of say that it. I think it's grand. It's, it's like a veteran, bro. It's like yeah. a veteran running the course. Like right. he, this motherfucker's still running marathons, and he's like fifty five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, he used to run marathons back in the day, but oh yeah, now he's just fucking. He running the marathon still. He's better than my time, but he's old as fuck. Yeah. You know, that's just kind of how I see Twitter. Like, Twitter's very... It's been around for fuck. Yeah. Fuck, like, I don't know, 20 years? Yeah. I don't know about 20. Well, probably, I don't know. I, don't I think know. it came out in, like, 09. So, like, that's still a lot of years, you know? But no, I, I could see it dying out. Like, I think it's always going to be a place for... Uh, for news like yeah. there's always those repeat no, yeah. current like flash current news yeah, yeah. right away news that Tell, is yeah. The right away. yeah yeah what about tiktok do you think it'll run its course i mean eventually yeah. i think i think it's of all of them like instagram twitter facebook i think that's the one that's gonna run its course i think like fastest I, yeah it just turned into it turned into what it wasn't supposed to be kind of like how vine did and that's why vine went away yeah, it's so it, it immediately is back to that basically like it started out like vine everything was funny but now it's like content now you have to watch like 18 parts to be able to figure out something yeah you're so right why are you so right i didn't think about that until just now i just think it's gonna go away people are gonna get tired of i know i am i'm like i'm not on it as much i'll watch like a part one and then i like man i really want to go see it and then i swipe (laughs) over to go find part two and it's like all the way down at the bottom you can't even find it so Damn. And I was telling my lady, I was like, back in the day, my shit used to be fire. Like, every video yeah. I'd watch was, I was dying, bro. I was yeah. like laughing my ass off. It was just random shit. And like, I don't get that anymore. Yeah. Like, it's not like that. Like you said, bro. So my crazy. For You page is so strange now. It's like, I know that I never liked anything like that. So this is crap. Who's paying to be on my For You page? <laughs> and I want to say it equates to what you post, too. They're like, oh, yeah. oh he's posting his fucking, we're going to throw him in this fucking basket. <laughs> like, you know, it's weird that. And it, it, TikTok changed the game. They yeah, changed it every single social media, if you think yeah. about it. Every single one was changed. 100%. That. Now they're all like it. It's fucking weird. It's crazy how many people have become so famous off of TikTok. Now they're like our, they're like our, like, current celebrities. It's just weird. They're like musicians. Some of them that were TikTok dancers became like singers. Some of them are now in movies. Like, <laughs> the TikTok singers are ruling the... They music are. industry are you an island boy guy no they just say hey, thank you would you thank would you collab you. with thank them God. thank never God. never i wouldn't sell my soul because <laughs> i'm an island boy <laughs> right. oh my God. i wouldn't clip that <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're just gonna clip that and that's gonna be the clip <laughs> you guys like that falsetto or us yeah, yeah. it was pretty fire i'm not gonna lie dude i mean you didn't have to flex but hey. nah, <laughs> have you ever like tried to making content like your music content specifically for like seven second videos or 30 second videos actually yes thir- they say so like i've been kind of told that 
30 seconds is the max you shouldn't go beyond 30 seconds because nobody's watching past that if you good do it's kind of like it's really rare is that specific so. to tiktok uh-huh. okay yeah. good to know yep good to know and so like if i if i post a song it should be maybe maybe one verse chorus and that's like a minute usually so it's technically it should be a chorus yeah, i was you know? about to say like end of the verse into yeah. the chorus and then yeah. yeah damn so that's good to know, bro. A lot of people don't know that type of shit. Yep. They'd be posting their two minute goddamn. Because oh, yeah. I think that's where TikTok fucked up. Yeah. Why? Why are y'all doing the long video? Yeah. Why'd you guys do that? Limit to a minute. Yep. A minute. Yeah. You know that's it. Well, and the crazy thing with it too, I also learned that it's like insider trading. So mm. all these content people, that the like the big big wigs of TikTok, they actually get the so like a week in advance. Everything is kind of a week behind. Um, so like all of the hashtags they're going to that are going to be viral for that week they actually get those prior to the week coming mm. so then they'll know what to post. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah. What kind of shit is wow. that? Like like who like call them out like Yeah, call these motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> probably like that. Ones, yeah, bro. the big ones Charlie that we Demo- all think. Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah, D'Amelio, yeah. Addison Ray. I would say even some of the well and they even told me like in my contract, the people who are going to be doing my um, socials and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, we're going to start sending you the uh, weekly hashtags. And I was like, what? So then I asked them about it. I was like, that's so crazy. Yeah, because they told me this whole rundown, like you should be posting every day on TikTok. Like, and it's true. I mean, you got to I mean, get into the algorithm. It's weird how it works. To me, I looked at it like Jesus Christ. I do not want to post that much. And then, it's hard to think of that. It much is. Content. It is, and it's just, and it's almost like, like I'm not a big fan of social media. So for me Same. to saturate my satur- my social media is like <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You're so like, I don't want to do yeah, this. so I'm happy that it's going to be taken over for me, so I don't have to worry about it. But and do you have to send in photos for that or something? Probably. Or how does that? Yeah, yeah I would I'm imagine so. Maybe like a Dropbox type thing. Yeah, kind of upload and yeah. then they. I think the TikTok thing is just like i would have to film the video and i eh, i don't know about i don't know how that one's gonna work because yeah. that maybe, one's that one's a lot more personalized might have you, like drafted or something right. like maybe drafted on the tiktok leave it in your drafts and then they do the rest right in there or something for sure I yeah don't know. we'll find out it's i'll still let you, you guys doing know it, though. like at the end of the day it's kind of weird it is like, you're still doing it like right and i think a lot you know a lot of it comes down to yourself anyway but it does i don't know tiktok's weird it is weird bro it changed everything it did change everything it's fucking damn um so like do you feel like um you're happier when you're not on social media all the time then is what you're saying yeah because there's times that i don't even realize i haven't posted in a long time Mm -hmm. and then my Mm -hmm. my my like count and everything goes down and i'm like oh shoot i need to post something because i'll just get so content with being off of it and then yeah and then it's literally just like that shit i better start posting something i've totally spaced that because it does it'll jack with it'll push you out the algorithm and yeah it's crazy how it works and you can't like you can't afford to lose that viewership you know so i don't know it's i know that i'm a lot i have a lot more anxiety because i am worried about that i'm like shit did i just screw myself over am i gonna get enough likes to sell these tickets like so it's kind of, you know, I, I would be much happier without social media. And I think anybody could vouch for that. But who knows? Mm. <laughs> we're so, all guilty. We're still going to get on it. True. Ah, that's so true. So if 
Cody Cause could live in the nineties, eighties, seventies, sixties, what year what decade would you pick? That's a good question. Well, good and, question. and I'm talking current, your age now. Okay. Go through, like, you're living your music career through this decade. Damn. What would you? Well, like in the last podcast, I, I'm a huge classic rock fan, so it'd nice. be the probably the 80s, 80s, early 90s. There you go. Just, I dig that. And if I could be, like, making it in as a rock star, I mean, there's nothing bigger than that level of music. Seriously. I mean, you could think, you know, you could talk about Elvis, the Beatles, like all that stuff, the stones, mm-hmm. but there was no, I mean, you don't really listen to those guys much anymore, but when ACDC pumps hell's bells, <laughs> like no everybody show. knows that or don't stop believing by journey. Who doesn't know that song? Exactly. But could you imagine being the lead singer of that band? Like, worldwide tours like there was just Crazy. selling out millions of i mean they they would do stuff outside and have millions of people at their shows I, that would be insane i can't even imagine that <laughs> right so, oh, that would be insane and those shows are so fun like yeah. those are like everyone is having a, i mean that's every show really but a rock show is fuck especially yeah. an old school rock show bro, yeah man. fucking astro world <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. Th- i think that happened after your interview your first interview right yeah i think it was yeah w- fucking what do you think about that i was you know i mean i don't blame him for not being able to see it right. i mean There's to be so honest people, yeah. yeah it's like it's what is he gonna do you know yeah he's yeah i mean he's still there to put on a show and in fact it was crazy because like two weeks after that i played in wyoming and a girl tore her acl on the dance floor while i was playing Ow. And it was like that, like that whole situation. I stopped. I was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and oh, like, she almost kind of like looked at me, like, "Don't bring the attention to me." Oh and I, fuck! So I, and then I'm like, I kind of looked at the audience. I was like, "I just want to make sure she's okay. Just somebody come check on her." So they're they're like working, and I, I like kind of look. I was like, "I've never been in this position before. Do you guys want me to play like a slow song for you?" And they were like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's fine. Just go ahead and play." So I just made sure. I was just like okay, I'm good to play. Don't want anything going on like that. <laughs> you know? But there was like a hundred people there maybe. Oh, so okay. it was not, it's not like it was yeah. Astro world or something, but it was like a private event. It was at like a, there was probably more than a hundred, man, I'm really close to this mic. I'm like, <laughs> <Kissing you. laughs> yeah, it don't matter. Somebody left their uh, lip gloss on this thing. Really? No, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But, but, um, yeah, I mean, I can only imagine what an artist would go through after they see someone, one of their own fans die at their own concert. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, that shit would be crazy, bro. I feel like he didn't care, though. Like, at, after the fact? Right. Or like, after, like the, after the fact. Yeah. Why, why do you say that? I don't know. I just, like, at some point, you just got to be like, again, what is, what is he going to do about it? Yeah. He wasn't the one that did anything. You know, like his job is literally to pump up the crowd and get them going, sell music, sell tickets, make money for the venue for that he's playing. Uh, you know, I don't think that why would you know the blame shouldn't be put on a guy that had nothing to do with it. And neither should like the people that were around the person that was dying. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was purely an accident. Nobody intentionally tried to kill this person. Yeah. So it's like. You know, I would say the people that were more affected by it were the people around it that were like, man, what could I have done different? But what the hell is he going to do? He's like, 
200 feet away on, on a, a stage. fucking giant thingy. Yeah. Like, if he went out into the crowd, he'd probably get killed. He's got shiny gloves on. So, like, what's he gonna, you know? why, do, why do you think he'd get killed? People would go crazy. Oh, like they just mob yeah, him? Yeah, they would him. mob There's him. There's just so many. Guaranteed. Yeah. Like, and that would make him. the crowd surge even more. Yeah. And then, People yeah. would go nuts. Like, try to steal his pants and shit. Probably. I bet yeah. if he would have went to do anything or like went down into the crowd, anything, more people would have died. That's yeah. insane. Bet. That's insane to think of, bro. That's like, what's that called? Like, uh, just a crowd, bro. So many people. Yeah. Like Beatlemania, that shit. Like, he, he brought him up. Like, that shit oh, happened. Okay. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yep, they would yep, just yep. rush him wherever they went. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Justin Bieber type shit. Yeah, people yeah. forget. This has happened before, man. Yeah. And it's not going to not happen again because there's just so many people, right. man, in a, in a in one spot. Like, they say, like, you're just fucking in there, bro, and then you, like, you can't breathe. And mm-hmm. then you just pass out, and then you're on the ground. No one knows you're on the ground. Like, it's just a mess. Yeah. Yep. So, that's crazy. Fuck. <laughs> How long ago was that now? That was, that's been a, it's been a little while. A little while. What? Was it after Christmas or before Christmas? I think it was before Christmas. I want to say it was before Christmas. Yeah. Low key, I don't even remember, bro. Shit, time coronavirus, World War Three, bro. <laughs> coronavirus. Shit, blend it all together anymore. You know, <laughs> coronavirus is done, man. Yeah, it yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, he didn't tell you. He canceled it. He got rid of it. I did. I, I was like, Thank no you. more coronavirus. For Thank anyone. you. I got you. I've been waiting for that day for a long time. <laughs> if Street Champ says it, it's done. It's done. Exactly. It's over with, okay? I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> Damn, I'm going to get some more water real quick. All right, yeah, grab that. But hmm. how many shows do you play? Like Quite a, a lot. Month, a month. Um, like, I'm kind of curious. Right now is a little different. I know I've, I've had to hold off a little bit just because of this radio the tour. Yeah. Yep, yep. So I don't know when they're going to need me. But I also am like, well... I can't just sit, sit there. there, you know, and do nothing. So I just started to book stuff on my own. And then if I have to cancel for for whatever reason, it's okay, you yes. know. But I know this radio tour will be pretty hefty. Um, What's a radio tour? It's like where you go introduce yourself to the to the nation pretty much so like you just travel state to state you get on the radio like your single it will be circulating and they'll play it but they're gonna be like hi what's your name oh my name's cody cause i'm country music singer whatever this is my single maybe that you'll play on air they'll probably play your song and then they'll typically they'll sponsor an event that evening in the town you're in wherever you're at and then you'll play like a, a set and uh okay move on to the next place that's badass so i kind of knew it was kind of like that too. and so you're going to be doing those morning radio interviews right and show in the nighttime pack up next city and it's just basically all acoustic at this point because i can't afford to travel a full band yet but hopefully soon hey man you kill it on the fucking acoustic bro (laughs) you you don't need i mean everybody needs a band you want a team but like you're killing it by yourself thank you like yeah that's fucking tight, dude. So how many cities do you think? I don't even know. I know we're starting. We're going to start back over on the West Coast um, since that's where I'm from and stuff. So uh, we're going to start that way and work back towards Tennessee um, and then finish probably in Tennessee. Is, so. it, is it like uh, like local stations or is it more like both? It'll be both. It will probably be both. Um, I know like – as far as the coverage of like the nice thing with like iHeartRadio and those national stations, like ninety six nine covers ninety stations, so it's like oh, well. it's a crap ton of people. So you really don't have to do too much 
you know, it's still going to be a lot of travel, a lot of shows and stuff. But the nice thing is you get paid, you know, you get paid to do it all. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. And then it's just like, you don't realize what the power of radio really is still, you know, it's, it's a lot of people listening in. So, you know, it's, it's yeah, but Damn, we'll see. We I hope it's cool. For the best interview. <laughs> yeah. Cody Cosgrove. Yeah. I know. Right. I'm going to have to let you know hard. if I get somebody better. <laughs> have you ever thought about like when you're doing this radio tour of maybe hitting up local podcasts in that city to do a, a, I like a little actually. side podcast tour? I, I think haven't. you should do that, bro. Cause podcasts are the new way. Yeah. You never like, and if you have the time, you know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. going to be a busy fucking guy doing all of this. But if you have that, you know, power to maybe be like, Hey, I have a radio interview today, but I like podcasting. Um, do you guys want to do like an hour podcast or something? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You should maybe think about doing that, bro. That'd, That'd be, be a good idea. Sick. And they, I, I'm sure that they'll probably do some things like that, but it would be probably. definitely more like country music oriented. A lot um, of radio stations have their own podcast yeah, now. Right. Anyways. So that makes I, I would say it would probably be, uh, like themed, stuff you know i know that like craig does quite a few podcasts every month um they're all different things but it's all radio driven like you said it's they have their own podcast or like a you know not the lead anchor but like a side anchor you know we'll do something yeah so but that's a good idea i never thought about it yeah it's just something simple easy Mm -hmm. i mean if you have the time it's gonna be you're gonna this is new to you you know what i mean you're gonna be doing you're gonna learn all of it so that's if you have time oh yeah well hopefully hopefully i can take all that info and then come back here and be like this is what i know yeah just take it it." (laughs) see there you go yeah see that'd be sick that's fire i'm gonna start turning into that what what's a rocky yeah, he has like seven <laughs> movies. Hey, and you're honestly the first guest to ever have two interviews. So like, that's oh, cool. huge, bro. Like, that's you're awesome. The first one, that's tight. But, well, yeah. as far as I know, the, the feedback from the first one was very good. So I got a lot of DMs from people and a lot of following from your guys' following. So which is good. It's a whole different oh, yeah. demographic of of music and mm-hmm. people that haven't heard of me. And hopefully, you know my info will help them out in whatever way can't but in whatever way possible i know it's a different genre of music but oh yeah no, a lot sp- of things run the same yeah, i want to spit in oh, gems you're spitting gems that anyone could relate to bro. right if you're making music or making content or just like i don't know just trying to be a, like a decent person bro like you're speaking on like like family like growing up all that shit so yeah cool for sure yeah well and i want to sometimes think of hip-hop as a bubble sometimes you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, not necessarily street champs but sometimes like when you're because we get a lot of artists that listen in, you know, like hip hop artists and stuff and people like their fans and their family or whatever. Um, and you know, sometimes people outside of that, that love hip hop. Um, and they kind of are in a bubble and they kind of forget about other genres. You know what I mean? Like they don't know that you're doing this. They don't know that you're out here killing it because they don't, you know, necessarily listen to country or what have you or rock or whoever it can be. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool to kind of that. And I told him when you when he got that first interview, I was like, ah, I wanted to meet him because I seen you at the Chili for Holy Festival, bro. Oh yeah, I seen you in the yeah. tent, yeah. And it, I, I was like, damn, he's fucking got the pipes, man. He's fucking <laughs> killing it. So ever since then, I'm like, damn, I want to meet that guy. You know what I mean? And yeah. a lot of people don't do that, bro. A lot of people don't. And I don't really listen to country all that right. much. You know what I mean? But I respect the fuck out of you because you're Thank fucking you. out here killing it, and you know you're fucking doing it in my town you yeah. know what i mean and you're and w- you said you're from the west where are you born like i, I was, was born in pueblo 
So See, I'm from boom, Pueblo. From I fucking, went to Pueblo yeah. West High School, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's what but. this guy didn't even listen to the interview. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I, to be honest, I don't listen to a lot of like the interviews and stuff. I don't listen to our own show. Like I can't. Yeah, it's weird for me to hear myself talk and shit. Yeah, I get that. But I, you know, I do need to go back and what? look at it. And so do you guys. If you guys haven't heard that first interview, you need to go back and listen to it straight up. Yeah. Um. What about you though? Are you, how often are you listening to your own music? Mm. Oh, man, that's a good question, too. Um, I would say it's similar. I think, you know, in the uh, like, you got to understand the recording process itself is has been like a year done. Like, so the amount of times I've listened to those songs that are mine Mm -hmm. is ridiculous, Mm -hmm. like hundreds and if not thousands of times listen to it, just different versions, different you know, you're like listening, you know, trying to pick out certain parts that sound weird or like that you want changed. And the nice thing is, is I had control of that for the most part. Um, but you know, there were, there was a period where I was literally just listening to the music part of it. And it's like, Hey, do you want anything changed? Because now we have to move forward. And it's like, no, I think everything sounds good. Okay. We're going to tweak what we think needs to be tweaked. Which is like, that's your label. Yeah, yes, but but it's more so like not necessarily instrumentals. It's more just like to make it like um, mixed better. You know what I like to where all the instruments mesh better. Um, Different mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I wasn't able to hear it with all of that stuff mixed or anything. So um, then they would send me what they would say the final copy is or whatever, and it would sound great with no lyrics. And then they gave you a period of time basically to um, like sing the song to the music. Um, And then I went back out and then we cut vocals. Uh, It took a couple days to do that. Um, And then it was kind of a similar process. They had to take the vocals, layer it in and mix it to where it doesn't sound like what you would expect just a random dry vocal on top of great sounding instrumentals Dang, that's crazy it's a lot of yeah different it was sending. Just, yeah i mean it just the recording process alone was five or six months holy shit yeah. so Damn, it crazy. took a long time and super i mean super pro quality like the it, highest of yeah, high quality yeah, you could yeah. ever yeah mm-hmm. that makes sense so you know it's it it is gonna, but then the amount of times you listen to it after, you're just like, God, does that sound good? I mean, there there were times like the first mm-hmm. few times I heard it, I was like, God, I was expecting more. You know, I was you're expecting like out of all better. of this, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you sit and listen to it a billion more times, and you're like, man, this actually sounds great. <laughs> you know, I don't know why it works that way, or you know, it would be, uh, you know. It, the first song that I listened to was my is what's going to be my first single, and it's called "On My Way." And I remember the first time I listened to it, I was just like, "This is f- great! Like this is phenomenal." But now I rarely even listen to the song anymore because I'm just like, "I've l- you've heard that yes, shit so much." Now I'm ready for like new songs. I'm like, I want new songs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of a weird weird situation and you're like nobody's even heard those songs yet they don't you know? even know that they exist yeah so yep. so it's a it's a kind of a strange process but i mean you guys have probably heard that with artists before too where it's like man i just hate singing these songs now <laughs> you know it's like or i saw one on you just moved on yeah like, yeah yeah and that's kind of uh 
you know, some of the songs that I picked out of my catalog, I, I asked Craig, I was like, um, you know, why'd you, why'd you pass up on those or why? Cause they're so good. I'm like, they're so amazing. And he's like, honestly, it's just time. Like some of them were written 10 years ago, you know? And they're like, just time has gone by. They've written new music, like stuff that they like better. It's like, like you said, it just gets old. It gets old. And you, you know, the thing with the Nashville labels, like these big labels dictate what you can and can't do. So it's like, no, that doesn't sound like you. We're not going to let you put it out. So they're like, and you're like, Damn and you're like that was my favorite song. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of a weird, weird dynamic that goes on out there. But mm. so, so is the vault heavy? Like, I know you have a vault of songs. That you <laughs> yeah. Like, like for myself. Yeah. Like I have a, probably what I have written just for myself is probably 20 to 30 songs complete. And then, mm-hmm. um, the catalog I have from Nashville is 40 deep probably. Damn. So the top six that I picked were what I thought was the best. That was my first EP. But then I had probably, you know, about 15 total that were like, if I had to create an album, a full album, this is what would be on it. So those are all sitting on the back burner. And I, mm-hmm. I like to listen to those a lot. Right. I like to sing to those or kind of make notes on how I would want things arranged or changed or, and you Exactly. Know. That when you're an artist and you're listening to your own music, man, it's right. more, you're not listening, you're analyzing. Yes. You know what I mean? Every like it's time you listen to it. Every fucking time, man. And it's different, you know, because people are listening to that. And that's why it ties back to the old song thing. Like people have a very strong emotional connection to certain old songs. And mm-hmm. when an artist kind of doesn't perform those songs, it gets personal. Oh, like yeah. it's just, yeah, it's yeah. music's a weird thing. You know what I mean? Yep. Like in the way that us as humans take it and like yep. grasp onto it and hold on to it. Like it's our kids or something, yeah. you know, it, it's so emotional, you know, like that emotional connection to a song, depending on how you're feeling when you hear it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, the fan will tell you if you're doing doing it wrong or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. So. Ah, that's crazy. Music is so crazy, man. It's so powerful. Yeah. A lot of people just forget that sometimes. Sometimes they just think they just get in their car and the radio turns on. You know what I mean? Like that's. Yep. It's a powerful thing. I mean, that's kind of what brought us together here. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally fucking music, dude. Like, that's so crazy to me. Sound waves. Like, it's just sound waves hitting mm-hmm. our eardrum. Like, it's wild to think yeah. about. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what hip-hop are you listening to right now? Uh, nothing right now. No I haven't hip-hop. even listened to hip-hop in so long. Damn. Probably a couple months. What was the last, like, artist you, like, were really jamming? I don't even know. He's going to say Nicki Minaj or something. Yeah. Like, for real. Doja Cat. Megan <laughs> <laughs> Stallion. No, Both fire. <laughs> no, uh, Charlie D'Amelio's sister, whatever her name is. I have no idea. You, <laughs> no, I'm, just no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I was like, does she have a sister? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Damn, we're not tapped in with TikTok no more, man. Like we're behind said, on the page. Yeah. I mean, like you said, our algorithm's all fucked up. It's all, we're like not interested no more, man. <laughs> I think I listened to like Ric Flair drip at the gym or something. It came on. Isn't that from the, like 2016? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's probably the last time. It was just, on my, it was just on my shuffle, you know. Like, <laughs> Damn. Not, then you, but then I you mean, listen to it. You're like, man, this was good. But 
I mean, I don't blame you. A lot of the because t- I'm assuming you listen to country all the time, right? Most of the time now, yeah. When you make that type of music, you listen to that type of music because you get influences. Oh yeah, like so, like yeah, I understand completely, man. Like, now we got to get you tapped in with some hip hop. He says, "No, fuck this." You got it. Would you ever make like a hip hop like country song? Well, actually, <laughs> no. we're about to freestyle right, right now. <laughs> I'm gonna put on a beat, and we're gonna. Just kidding. What about like an EDM country song? Probably more so that. I would Ooh. say, yeah, that'd be sick. I feel like that's really popular. Yeah, mm-hmm. how would that go together, well though? Like, is has has anybody done that? Yeah, before? I think that's happened. Like, um, Dosi Do with um, Diplo and uh, fuck, he came, fuck, he came to Pueblo for Bands in the Backyard this last year. Fetty Uncle Blanc- Cracker, Blanc, Blanc, Benny, Blanco White, <laughs> no fuck, Blanco something, Blanco Brown, Blanco Brown, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah Blanco Brown and Diplo. Damn, is that fire? What? I've never really heard of country EDM mix. That's tight. Yeah. I I would probably do more of that than the country pop thing, the country rap. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm not a fan of it, so I don't think that I could do it. It just doesn't sound right, man. The country (laughs) rap thing sounds so stupid. Yeah. I just can't get into it. He loves it. I, I, that's all I listen to. Country rap. (laughs) Yeah. Bullshit. Name your three favorite artists. Yo, fucking one island boy and then the other island boy no. <laughs> oh, yes. colt ford can be in that category people yeah. love him and i he's so bad uh, mm. what do you think of jelly roll i like him actually he's a not lot. even he's really got, that type of no he's got soul dude he's a soul, he's been yeah. through some shit and he, he says it in his music is he he's dying like, right now yeah from what <laughs> probably being overweight he used to, to drink honest. a lot yeah. and Heart he's still problems. drinking a lot. The, literally, the doctor's like, I think you should stop drinking. He's like, yeah. not going to happen, dog. And he's like, well, I guess you should probably just stick to tequila. <clears throat> so he only drinks tequila now. Why tequila? Because it's something better. For, I don't fucking forgot. He, I listened to it in an interview. But I, thought I, forgot vodka, what it was. I thought vodka was the one that was like healthy. Oh, is it vodka? I don't know. I well, forgot. Well, I have tequila? to listen to that interview. Yeah. Because tequila, I know, is... But... I was pretty sure that I wonder it was if, like people I wonder that are if he on... was just like pick clear and he's like I don't like vodka and just pick right. tequila. I think Possibly. that's probably what happened. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I heard a thing one time like people that are on diets they drink vodka because it's like got barely any calories and stuff. Hmm. Huh? You hear that? Buy some vodka Yo, at Big Bear. The, yeah. Bust out the go. vodka real quick. No. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> fuck no. I cannot drink right now. Yeah, why not? He couldn't hang with the he couldn't hang with the country plan last oh. night. Shouldn't say it like that. <laughs> yeah, he the probably shouldn't. Plan. Yeah, he probably shouldn't right. say it like that. Well, <laughs> the guys that called me racist like they, two years ago, come at me. You even came in here with a white hat on. God, oh no! <laughs> oh, quick connect, get out of here. <laughs> uh, it. Got the white shirt. <laughs> no, let's reel back to you. Couldn't hang. What the fuck? Um, yeah, he didn't. He he just totally bailed. Well, he, first he, off, he said he drank like half a beer. Explain yourself. Yeah, facts. No, first off, I drove everyone because it was Winston's birthday. Happy birthday, Winston. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Winston. Winston. Yeah, but um, I drove everyone because I'm a nice guy. So I, <laughs> I only had two beers and fucking... That's still drunk and driving. Get him. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, it was like... Well, the concert was like three hours. Four oh, hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. And fucking. he's still hung over. I was, no, we, we went out, bro. <laughs> we, went out, we went out last night and... Um, with two of the girls, Delilah and Tiana, and you know they're they're pretty girls, and all the guys were just like all over them, and me and Winston were just like, yeah, just like <laughs> just all high, just drinking our beers in the corner, but like they were pretty chill. They just kind of, they like we just went out dancing at the favorite, which is not my favorite. Hate that place. <laughs> you hate that place. Why you hate it? Just fucking looking for a fight if you go there. I feel like 
Just nothing but fights. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Do you go out in Pueblo? Not anymore. Can't. Why? Get mobbed. Really? Yeah. If I so the last time that I went Let's to go. the very last time I went out, I went to like my spot, which was the gutter house in Pueblo West to go watch a concert. I just wanted to be a fan and uh, I wasn't playing or anything. Didn't watch one lick of the concert at all. Couldn't just Uh. kept getting talked to. And then these drunk ladies like were grabbing on me. One like scratched the crap out of my neck. And then my manager had to come over and grab me and was like, you need to leave. Cause he was one of the co he was one of the co-owners at the time. Oh fuck. And he was like, you need to leave. It's not safe for you. So I was like, dang, like I was just so pissed about it. So I left so mad, just kind of cussing in the cars. This is crap, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, fuck. yeah, should have rocked the Kanye hood. <laughs> I know. Oh, dude. <laughs> so then that's why I have big Mike. Cause he's intimidating. He's big. Yeah. You'd be surprised he what that be does, yeah, you know, fucking. like it's just, and it's not even a bad thing. It's just, you guys all not w- drunk people, you know, I mean, it's, they just can't, they cross the line sometimes like line crossing. You totally. Know I mean? like, so, you know, I like, I don't mind, but now it's starting to kind of spread even into like Colorado Springs. When I go out up there too, it's just like, is that Cody cause? Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, ah, <laughs> yeah, just, I just want to turn it off. Sometimes. Just have you me... ever just been like, no, my name's Nathan? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I, I was yet. tempted to. I thought about it about the UPS thing. Oh, fuck. That I said earlier, I thought about saying, no, I'm not. <laughs> so, but I did. I just can't. <laughs> I feel like people would be like, you're full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. That was ZZ. sick. <laughs> ZZ's crazy, Plug. bro. Are you a cat or a dog guy? I'm a dog guy. Same. Yeah. How many dogs you got? Three. Oh, what yeah. kind? What breeds? You one's got? a one's a cockapoo. That's my sister's dog, and then I have I bought two of them. One's in Dachshund, and then the nice. other one was a rescue, and she's like a German Shepherd Catahoula mix. Mm. She's the best dog that I've ever love her. Yeah, her <laughs> face. Oh my gosh, the best dogs are the ones that like show emotion, mm. and that is her in a nutshell. Oh yeah, I love her so much. Dang, so those are the ones you'd be missing on tour. <sighs> so much, dude. I love being able to come home and see her. Just like, hug on them. Bro. Oh, man. And she's just so, you know, like now that I'm in Nashville too, it's hard because I know she wouldn't be, you know, I just get busy and I know she wouldn't be taken care of. And I know that was something that my parents talked to me about. Like, hey, do you want to give her to someone else? I was like, not a chance. Dude, like, there's like, no way no. that I could give her to someone else. And, um, you know, she's only two. She's just a pup. But like, you know, I just uh, it's easy. I know, dude. What a, what a monster right now, bro, dude. Well, she just smells the vodka. Terra, yeah, dude. She's terrorizing. Get out of here, dude. Not with the merch, dog. Bro, what the fuck? I have to. Zz, <laughs> nice. But yeah, I bet pet connections are fucking real. One hundred. That's oh, like totally. that. You can always the worst day you can have in the world, and you can always come yeah. home, and they'll. Always give you the lovings. That's my favorite part about oh, pets, yeah. bro. They because they don't know about none Loyal. of that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes not at all. Pisses me off. What? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes she pisses me off. Like, yeah, <laughs> like right now. <laughs> Look, dude, yeah, she's all licking it, bro. That's the first time you squirted her in like <laughs> a month. Yeah, like she like didn't even know what, <laughs> what was that for. Like, well, I swear, he would, he would grab the bottle and then just go hurt, 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 and not squirt it. I'm like, bro, she's not. <laughs> it's bath she, time. She knows yeah. the noise. That's all. That's all it takes. She didn't give a shit. <laughs> She's even like, all right, I'm all gonna right, go. get off. 
I run this show. Yeah, she's like, I'm in this bitch. Get out of here. I'm yeah, you squirted the, the table. <laughs> I know, it, like, it hit her and then just slid right off like nothing. She didn't even... Look, she knows she's chilling now. That's all I wanted. Cats are uncontrollable. Anyway, How do you yeah. feel about cats? <sighs> Here so, there. So. Yeah, yeah, I've grown to like them. She likes you. Let's see. <laughs> she's like back up son I ruined it uh, yeah see she's like yeah see this is why I was trying to go behind the screen <laughs> she knows the noise no she doesn't dog <laughs> and see this is why I brought up dogs <laughs> no I'm just kidding uh, freaking ZZ sorry always ZZ. had to take the shine I know she doesn't even play guitar like don't even mind it <laughs> I feel bad I, I, you know if I was a cat bro I'd want to be like out and about all day. I wouldn't want to be an inside cat. She's an inside cat. She is an inside cat. Yeah. You're right. You know, you just let her run, dude. I don't want her to die. I love she's her. In the neighborhood for it to die? No, <laughs> not she's to die. She's to live her life. Like, nah, this, is a, this is a bad. Exactly. Live your life. This is a bad neighborhood for cats. I would probably agree. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> but um. All right. All right. So Nashville. Um. What are you doing when you're not making music in Nashville? Uh, writing. I don't know. That's like that is my job, so I don't right. know. Uh, yeah, I would say not making music, man. That's yeah, I was about to say anything non-music related. I'm like, I don't do anything. He's all, I take showers. Yeah, <laughs> I go to sleep. Yeah, I take showers. That's funny. You have, like friends there? Yeah, like I back, do. That you yeah. back there? Mm-hmm. So actually, the funny thing is, there's this girl. Her name's Gianna, and she's from Pueblo. Oh, really? Gianna Norton is her name. She went to Centennial High School, and then she started working for a radio station at 96.9. Met this guy, Sean Patrick, who's really connected. He's the voice of 96.9. Hmm. And then uh, kind of connected her to continue expanding her career. She ended up moving to Nashville, now works for like this company. I don't really know what it's called, but it's like, if any artist in any genre or industry has to get a brand deal, she is the assistant to the CEO of that company. Damn. So she like, the coolest thing is she helps me with a lot of connections too. And she's actually going to be my manager, like my, my full-time manager Mm -hmm. moving forward because she's just, she's awesome. But she invites me to all kinds of stuff. And like, just through her company, like her boss gets invited to all these big things. And it's like, I don't really want to go. So he'll send her send as a representative and me getting to be a plus one to all this stuff. Damn, that's fire. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And she actually just got me a write with one of Garth Brooks, big writers, which I don't know oh, if you guys shit. know who Garth Brooks is, but Fuck yeah, so I'm typing, we know Garth. Yeah. We know Garth, yeah. bro. So, I mean, if I can get into that circle, even like crazy, that's fire. So, when, have you ever been starstruck at any of these type of events? Have you ever? When's like the time that you've been like, holy shit! Like I'm here. Like that that moment. You know, has that ever happened yet? Or uh, I would say probably two times. Well, like three times. I know the first big artist that I opened for. His name's Chancey Williams, which he just won Entertainer of the Year, Damn. and uh, for the RCMAs, which is the award show that I was at. So he's like just big, very big regionally, known nationally, mm-hmm. but just he's more of like a regional star. Um, 
but he's got great music. And the first time I met him, I was like, that was my first time opening for anybody that was even relevant. Of stature. Yes. So like I was like pretty starstruck for that because I had no idea how to act or behave. Like I was just like, hi, Mr. Williams. I'm a big fan. Like, it's good. Thank you for letting me, you know, do this, you know, all just, assertive. Uh, yeah. Super uncomfortable. <laughs> totally made him weirded out. You're all shaking. Uh, oh man. And now him and I are good friends. Like it's, that's it's so it's pretty cool. He took me on the road with him for a little bit and I got to open up for some shows, uh, that he were, he was playing, which really helped me get like in tap with his following too, which he has a huge following in the region. So yeah. So that really helped me out. And like, it was just cool to win the win an award, and he was actually sitting literally right behind me at the award show, so we got to kind of experience all that together. Sure, and yeah, and then I know when I'm like, uh, kind of acted that way, the booking agent was like, "Hey, man, you got to chill out." <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of code word for me to be like. Damn, so you were visibly fucking... Yes, dude. I was... Like, I can't even make it up. I was so awkward. Like, I just didn't know how to be, man. So then... uh, He's all breathing all hard. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, Mr. Williams. Yeah. Clip that, too. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. (laughs) Yeah. That's for you ladies out there. Oh, no. Ooh, that's how he moans. He's giving you a He'll block you. (laughs) Yeah, he will block you, yeah. But yeah, then when I... uh, The the two that I really was starstruck and I had to pretend not to be was Josh Turner when I played with him at Memorial Hall. That was crazy. Like, he was the biggest artist that I... And still, I would say, to this day, played with besides, like, Clay Walker. But I think Josh Turner currently, you know, I would say is... I mean, he still sells out, you know, concert Outer, halls. Yeah. It's not like, like he's big yeah. ass seat. Right. Yeah. So like that was pretty unbelievable. And he was so awesome. Just uh, is great. For, see, that's the cool thing again with my mentor. He knows everybody and is so well respected in the industry that it's mm-hmm. like if I tell anybody that I'm working with him, it's immediately like, oh, shit. Like they just give me respect right away. That's so it's ass, just awesome. Dude. Who you know in the it music is. industry. It is. Big. Definitely. I feel like that's kind of with all industries. Uh, oh, everywhere. yeah. Definitely. Like it's who you know. It is who you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. Networking is everything. People forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy, bro. That's badass. Those are some pretty big moments, man. Yeah. Those are fucking yeah. huge moments. Like, it was crazy. So. Have you. Okay. So now you've played a lot of shows. You've You've played a lot of different stages. I want to hear your story on your biggest bomb. Like, what's your biggest bomb story, bro? Uh, like, to where you're just like, fuck, my career's over, man. Fuck this. Like, have you ever had a huge bomb story? Or maybe, like, one near it? I think so. Like, and I honestly think it would probably be... Man, I don't even remember who I opened for. I might not have even opened for anybody big, but I I played this... Uh, Let me think real quick. Yeah, you're good, I bro. Know think about it. There was one. Okay. So I, I think there were two two that really helped me learn. But the first one that I would say is the number one was um, in Grand Junction. The first time I played at this place called Warehouse 2565. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a big concert venue. Um, and... They bring in a lot of acts, and um, that was the first time I had been there. I was kind of nervous, but it was a venue that I wanted to play at for a long time. 
And I remember I kind of played my typical songs. And this was the lesson that I learned that nobody cares about really what you like. They want to <laughs> sing along and with what they yes. like. Yes. And so like I've learned that being an opener, you kind of just have to play like the Sweet Home Alabama, Friends in Low Places, the cl- stuff. The classic. Yeah, stuff that people sing to because it just gets them amped up for the for the for the headliner, which mm-hmm. is your job as an opener. Um but I remember this dude, I'm not even kidding you, it was like I was just struggling that night. Like I was so nervous anyway. So like I, I was putting that out on stage and I was pretty sweaty, like breathy with my singing and um, like there were, I was still singing good and there were, I was still getting good reception, but then there was this drunk dude that was like way over here sitting at a table with like his college girlfriend and all her girlfriends. Like, and I remember he was just like, he was like, okay, get off the stage play something faster like so loud dude that's the and worst I was just when you like, hear it oh. i just like in my pit of my stomach i was like god so i would say that was definitely my biggest bomb and then uh the second one was kind of a similar situation it was just um i just played like what i liked i just didn't know better at that point i was just still kind of trying to learn and cutting my teeth like we all do yeah and uh yeah, I was kind of a, pretty much the same. Nobody was into it. Just, <laughs> they was all turning around and shit. Yeah, like, I was like, I did something wrong. You know, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta rethink this. So, damn. Seeing that breaks a lot of people sometimes. Yeah. Like people don't think about it, man. I mean, we're as humans, we're so naturally attached to negative shit yeah. that the positives don't shine through a lot for some people. So it's good that, you know what I mean, you knew yeah. how to take it on the chin because for a lot of performers, oh, they yeah. can have all the talent in the world, but if they can't take that shit on the chin, it's, yep. they're not going to, you know what I mean? It's not going to help. It's <laughs> how sure. you battle so, adversity, man. It is. Take it, it is. on the chin. It's and what, it's different. I like to, because I, I love comedy. I love stand-up comedy. I don't think I'll ever try it maybe in my fucking older years, but like... I'm just a big comedy fan, and that's talked about a lot. Bombing yeah. because yeah. they get that a lot. Like that, that art is they get That'd the be a biggest tough bombs. Field. Yeah, the sure. biggest bomb. Do you think you could ever do it? No, no, no? way. Do you ever find I'm yourself not funny enough? No, you don't think you're funny enough. Uh-uh. I bet you could be pretty good, but I don't know. It, it, it's it's a different thing. It's a completely different thing. But I do, you know, I get a good vibe from you, yeah. so I feel like you know you could kind of tackle anything you really wanted to but yeah it, it's going back to bombing it it's different for some people sometimes yeah and like i feel like you don't because i've performed a few times and like you don't really realize you're bombing until after has it ever been yeah. the case too or like is it, has say, it always been like a, uh-oh <laughs> yeah like as soon as you can you can you read the crowd it's I, a read. I, would, I wouldn't say it's necessarily like it's after the performance where you're like, fuck, I should have done better. Yeah. That's like, where it like sets I could in. have. Yeah. So I, I would say the realization of it, but you sense it during, during. the performance for sure. Like, mm-hmm. and, uh, but man, those are the best moments though, because it's like, you said it earlier. A lot of people quit on themselves at that point. Cause they're just like, screw this. Like, or they're just that ego, you know, like mm-hmm. they think, you know, I'm so much better than that, that they just get negative about things. And they're like, nobody cares about my music, but I do. So screw you guys who don't care. And it's like, that's such a bad attitude to have. It is. Oh my God. Mm. But, or like someone that gets mad at the crowd. Yeah. yeah like you carrying their performance. Yes, or something. exactly. Or like, you can't Ooh. learn from, because it is, it's a mistake, but it's mm-hmm. like, 
those cutting your teeth moments are like what help you become great. So it's like, you know, you got to, like you said earlier, just take it on the chin and regroup after it. And I guarantee you won't be the last time you bomb or, you know, like I've been lucky to just, you know, it it took me a long time to learn the songs that people want to hear. And it is, it's not necessarily about what you want to hear when you're starting, you know, when you like, I'm starting to be able to play my own songs now because people actually want, or they appreciate me as an artist. Mm -hmm. So now my songs are becoming, are starting to take over. So, but it takes time to get there. It does. And especially every genre is a little different and stuff. Oh yeah. And that's probably how it is for like, all country, you know, any any instrument driven kind of genre. Like it is kind of like that, man. People want to hear like you said, they want to hear what they want to hear and if they're not hearing it, they're like what the fuck is yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Um, you know, so like on the positive note of bombing, like how was that um award show? Like walk us through that. Oh yeah. Um So like it was pretty cool. I mean, I'm going to be posting a video. I hired a production crew to like video the whole thing from start to finish from when I got there to the end. And, uh, so it's, it's pretty cool. It was a a very like amazing experience. I learned a lot. Like that was the first kind of, uh, event that I've ever been to where I had to dress up like that you're looking spiffy dude (laughs) thank you the pics so like it was kind of a weird hair down down, dude (laughs) it was weird dude i was just like you know you try to be professional everybody's like dressed to the nines like there's red carpet so it was kind of crazy and then um you know as far as just sitting it was a long show it was three hours like a lot of people performed and it was cool but at the same time i sat there and was like man you know I'm a player in this game, man. Like this is supposed to be the best in the 10 state region. And I'm like, I think my, you know, they're all great. They're all great. Right. But like, I just think that, you know, what I'm going to be putting out and stuff, it, 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 it's going to stand out, I guess is the right way to say it, but it's just, you know, and then the feedback after I got to perform, you know, I was super confident. I was just like, yes, this is a moment I've been waiting for. Like I love big moments like that playing in, you know, a sold out concert hall, um, on a big stage with a big production going on. Like I know my voice is good enough to compete against a lot of these guys. I've just been told it by too many people to not believe in my vocal ability. And like, you know, I just believed in myself and I was like, this is a moment that I want and I want to show out to the best in the business. There's a bunch of radio heads here. Like, you know, so it's like, you you gotta be ready to roll, you know. Yes. And I'm a big preparation dude, so I didn't go into it unprepared at all. Like I had everything ready to go, and uh, performed like got such a good you know response. Response, and then right after I performed, we walked backstage, got changed, and then as soon as I came out, they were doing fan army award, and so I was also a nominee for new artist of the year, mm-hmm. and I lost that one to this guy named Frank Ray, which he's pretty big in the country industry right now so like fuck you frank right (laughs) (laughs) but yeah he just played he actually just played the opry which is the grand old opry um about three months ago which is you know that's a big deal and you know and he i would say like i was still proud of it because it's like a lot of those dudes have been in the game for like 10 years and you know they're just now getting into the new artist 
stuff and like getting songs out and i'm like i've been doing this for less than two years and you're breaking and i'm right there and i have no songs out whatsoever so yeah i've broken a lot of barriers so i was pretty i was proud just to be a nominee and then you know and and like it was kind of awesome because i got the biggest cheer when they they said my name like frank ray didn't get any cheer at all like it was pretty cool so then that speaks oh yeah yeah and then like so when fan army ward rolled around like I was like, man, I think I can, you know, I need to sit here because I think I could, I have a chance at this slim, you know, there's bigger guys here. I think they have a bigger following, but I was, I sat there with my fans, you know, I knew that they would show out for me. Like, and that's, Mm -hmm. that's where I sit and look at other guys, fans. They might have more as, as far as what a look goes and they might get more likes than me, but I was like, my fans will actually take the time to vote for this. And that's the only fan voted award. And uh, yeah, sure enough, we won it. And he goes, he actually broke the uh, fan voting record all time for the show. Like, so that was awesome. So like got a standing ovation. Everybody was just like freaking out. And then it was awesome because like the bigger artists that won some of the big awards that evening, they like made their way to come talk to me. And they were like, man, like, you're legit dude and i'm like this is awesome so it was awesome i got so many like opportunities from that this lady from napa freaking valley california uh she has this event called live in the vineyard she's just a really rich lady that kind of brings in other rich folks and um it's kind of a private like backyard event but she actually like has enough money to make it like a production but it's a it's like it's basically imagine a campfire crowd but like George, who? Yeah, yeah, George straight who? playing, Damn. you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, so it's pretty what? crazy That's show. So I'm waiting on that. And then I got a lot of offers to play a couple of like country fests and in, in the region and stuff. Wow. So, Damn, so it's good. That's so sick, bro. Yeah, That's awesome. Huge growth, huge growth fast, very fast. I mean, you deserve it. When, Thank you. when are we going to get a Probably. Cody cause on the voice american idol <laughs> so america's it's, best you know what i mean yeah. all that shit well i to be honest i don't think now i can i don't ah, think, because you're all right so like i think i've that that has passed ah, um, okay that makes sense but i did try out for american idol oh okay i suck about three years ago three years four years ago mm. and i kind of was forced into it by my ex-girlfriend which is funny because i kind of like she didn't support my music, but for some reason she wanted me to do American Idol. And I think honestly it was because as weird as it sounds, like I think she knew that I was good, but she just didn't want me to pursue it because it would, it would give me a lot of attention, which look at what happened. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I think that was more than anything, why she didn't want me to succeed in it. But she did if it got me like TV time or like, you know what I mean? She could live off of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But she was, she was going to be able to divert that attention to her. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I kind of got forced into it and, uh, you know, at that time I was so nervous, like just, you know, I was dealing with her, like I said, low key behind the scenes. She was like not supportive of my music didn't think that i had a good voice thought all my songs sounded the same so my confidence level singing was really low Mm. but some for some reason she wanted me to do that 
So I was like, well, shit, you know, I, I guess, guess I, I gotta do it. Do it. Yeah. So but. then I did it. Like I ended up making it. So it's a lot different than what it looks like on TV. There's like three rounds that you have to go through before you actually get Are to the on. Hollywood vote. Mm-hmm. So I made it through till the end and uh, was like, man, okay. You know? <laughs> You're like, I'm sailing through these. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I get through and then it's nothing like what I, you know, the TV judges are not there. <laughs> like it's just some random really? people. Cowell. Yeah. It was just some random producers and like people that were big in the music. And like there was a, there was a dude that was like in the rap game dressed in all red like the biggest clothes i've ever seen on a little guy like god damn it and then there was like this girl and then there was like you know another dude who you know just looked like a hipster but was probably a some producer and what that's so weird yeah it, it was so strange like when i walked in i was expecting to see them and i was like who the fuck are you guys <laughs> like truly i was like i don't even know who who you are so i sing my song completely with my eyes closed just nervous as fucking me <laughs> and they uh, want to look at him. not at all and i couldn't <laughs> like i literally could not force myself to open my eyes i just had that pro like it took me a minute even after i started singing all the time to what open song my was eyes. it it was actually a song that a good friend of ours that i know my dad knew him a lot longer than i did but his name is jason merritt and the song was called mad married circle and it was kind of just like a, I thought it was a great song to do because it was one that nobody would play. Like everybody mm-hmm. there wanted to sing Celine Dion or Whitney Houston. Yeah. So like they all sang the same shit literally. And I was like, I think this is the song that I want to do, you know? And uh, every time, every, each round, everybody was like, man, that's a good jam. Nobody has heard of it because it's just like not even like a. It's not on the radar. No, no. And uh, I'll show it to you guys. Hell like yeah. at some point or during this, I'll pull it up on YouTube, but it's a great song and I kind of made it my own a little bit, but, uh, I got to the end and that was kind of the similar thing. Like the guy, uh, that was the hipster dude. He was like, he's like, man, you know, you have the vocal ability. Your guitar playing is pretty good, but you got no confidence. Mm. So then the girl was like, do you, like, do you play often? I said, not at all. Like, this is the first time I've done anything friends she's like well i can tell she's like you need to come back i guarantee you you'll get through but you need to play and build up some stage presence so i actually like remembered that and i like my confidence leaving there was like holy crap like i about made it on american idol you know what i mean so i was just like yeah and like and there's no doubt like some of the people that made it on super charismatic just you know they would deserve to make it on mm-hmm. and um what year was this probably two or three years ago i'd say it was like 2020 2019 probably Damn. so I it's th- been a minute i thought you were about to say like the fucking like the uh oh the david not david getta who was like the, the guy that won america's got talent or american idol that like really blew up david no no one knows christina, <laughs> christina aguilera was like one of them Right? No. No? no? She, Christina she Aguilera has been famous for years. <laughs> no, dead eye. She won America's Got Talent. Or, no, Amer- uh, America's Got Talent. You Carrie Underwood? Carrie Underwood. Yeah. That's a completely different person, dog. Yo, C's. Uh, <laughs> he said C's. All right. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say, like, I was. you were competing on their year. I was like, wow. No. That's, that's, <laughs> that, was like, was, that was like 06. I was no, like, yeah. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. I was like four. <laughs> He's all playing a chill like, on that, toy Chill guitar. on that bud, man. <laughs> yeah. 
I know Carrie Underwood was so long ago. She's been like relevant for like fucking ten years. Yeah, she, uh, yeah. She's like winning Entertainer of the Year for the CMAs, like nationally. <laughs> God damn it, Derek. <laughs> Yo, Rocky Mountain Blaze. Shout out y'all. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, fuck, but, that's cool though, bro. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, that's badass. So like, I kind of left that. I was like, man, I don't care what you say, chick. Like, I was like, these judges like thought I could do it, you know. So I left there and I was like, maybe I should pursue music. So it's kind of funny because I haven't actually talked about that part of my music journey. Mm-hmm. But after leaving that was what actually got me to be like, man, I want, I think I want to play. And that led me to the conversation that I talked about on the first podcast of I was talking to her about it on the car ride. And she was like, eh, I really don't care. So, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I think you might remember me telling oh, I, you that. I definitely do. And I was like, that bitch fucked up. <laughs> so now, <laughs> so it's. But I, you know, I just was like, followed my heart after it was over, you know, and I was like, I knew I wanted to kind of do music at that point anyway, so. Almost making it to American Idol without ever performing. Yeah. That's fucking huge, dog. Just, yeah, like, sit in those shoes for, like, the confidence (laughs) thing. I mean, it just gave me, it would give anybody so much confidence, so. That's fucking huge. And now, if you went back this year right now i think i'd make it bar none and i think i'd go super ah. far when i was watching you at um the chili for holy festival i was like man why the fuck in this guy somewhere <laughs> i was like why is why is he right here at this little festival right yeah. now man in our hometown you know he needs to be on like i literally thought that because i even told my sister i was like like yeah. she was the one who took us there because we were at yeah. the, you know the two tents at the chili for holy yep. festival we're at the one on the opposite end and we walked you and you were already performing right I was like, man, like I know him, like, and I'm, I'm a, I don't know if you know her or any. I'm uh, Krista's older brother, Krista Gagos, and she knows like Ashley Lipich and okay. like, that. Yeah, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I know who that there. is. Yeah, yeah. So this guy just name dropped his sister. <sighs> is that? I'm just I mean, <laughs> buy some uh, tumblers for my sister. <laughs> Case. K's twisted. Uh, I forgot. The, K's yeah. twisted tumblers. Is it? Is it twisted? Okay. I love you, Krista. I can't believe you got that out. Yeah, what? at your state right now. What the fuck? I'm not that high. I'm not that high, Yo, Cody. Call him out. I'm not that high. You're still hungover from last night, and it's been like 18 hours. No, I'm not hungover. I haven't been hungover since like since I texted you. I was like, I just woke up. I slept my hungover. I slept my hangover off. It's just I woke up perfectly fine and ate some tacos. <laughs> from where? Tacos Navarro. Nice. Mm-hmm. They actually like place. keep him surviving. I'm not it, gonna front. It's true. They hook it up with the great tacos. They are fire. <laughs> see but what yeah. i did there tacos tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> but yeah bro you have that talent that you, you could definitely be on any of those shows like i'm and then reeling back to you can't really do those anymore like were you told that like how does that all work I, like i don't really, to be honest i just think like because you're a signed <sighs> artist they don't allow signed artists like no i i just think it would for me i you know this might sound super cocky, but I, I really believe it would be a step back for me. Ah, I see you. Just because I'm like, I'm making it a different way. You are. And I'm like, if I were to just stop that, I feel like it would be stupid of me to do. Yeah. Okay. Because you're on this path and you're carving it already. Yeah. Why would you go back on the path and try and carve that path right. again? That makes Completely so start over and then like. Yeah. Okay. If you don't make it like what I expect, you know, I'm just like, man. And then if you do make it look at how much time you're taking off from playing shows. Like, yeah, you're on national TV, but how many people can you name 
you know, besides Carrie Underwood or uh, Kelly Clarkson or exactly you know i can't you're so right right. all of these new generation ones i can't even think of i don't even know who won last year's american idol same i guess it's just a oh man he's on he was on american idol he won american like it's just i guess it's the i don't know yeah i grew up in that kind of so it's like that good singer on the good singer show like you know i guess it just kind of well and two you know the other thing that they're kind of fake to believe oh, it or not. Really? So like you have to fill out like this paperwork. That's, I believe it. The, yeah. And it's like, how many followers do you have on your stuff? What? Well, cause they want viewers. So it's like, oh, if you you're have, so right. If you have like a freaking dude that's like on TikTok that's a, got a million followers and a nice content folder, you know, those people are going to follow his journey. They're going to watch every week. But they also ask you about like what hardships have you experienced in your life? Because it's a story. Right. And it's funny, too, because ah. there was this old show, and I asked Craig about that, actually. So it's funny, too, that you bring that up, the whole, like, award or, like, the singing show thing. So right when he was – so do you guys know who Luke Bryan is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he heart, Craig heart was throb. actually his – huh? He's a heartthrob. Yeah. Shakes <laughs> his booty. Like, yeah. yeah Girls go crazy. <laughs> Wait, you know, he's I dating was, Katy Perry. Oh, they have a child. Luke Bryan? Fuck, I'm fucking up. Dude, what are you doing? I don't know my country shit like I like I think I do. I know that's Brian. That's Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton's dating Katy Perry. Fuck. No, it's Gwen Stefani. Fuck. God dang oh it, dude. God. What the hell? Fuck. Give me that shit back. I just need to <laughs> rush up on my country fucking <laughs> topics, bro. So, but yeah, like Craig actually talked to me about the singing, <laughs> the singing stuff, and. uh he so like he was the keyboard player for Luke Bryan for a while. Fire. That was how he like got into the know it all, and then Luke Bryan f- made him f- leave because he was too good. He was like, "You need to be doing you your own be, thing." Okay. That makes sense. He's like, "You're too good to be wasting time in my band." Mm. So um, that's pretty tight. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. Best probably advice that he could have yeah, ever I was gotten. About to say that's like a yeah, that's a a gem that like hurts. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. That's like a like what? Like, yeah. Oh, wow, that's crazy. So then, so then, uh, like uh, the guy from Big and Rich, I can't, for some reason I'm spacing his name and it's literally, I just said their last names. So I can't think of his first name, but anyway, so he was a guy that there was a, this old singing show that was similar to American Idol called country star. And Craig was hitting it like on the Broadway scene. Like he was, that's how he got noticed was on the Broadway scene. And then, uh, so he actually um, got approached to be on Country Star, and that's kind of what they do still. They like approach people and they're like, "Hey, you're really talented. You're really big. We think you're going to win this thing. Like, can you come be on the show?" Mm. So like they still do that. They it's all a little bit fixed in a way. It's like yeah. So oh, well. right. So like. They actually approached him and was like, and they told him like, yeah, you, you'll probably win and whatever. What? So he, he goes on the show and he's like, to that point, basically, I mean, he made it to pretty deep in the rounds and then out of nowhere, he gets kicked off the show and he kind of is like, what the fuck? Like you guys literally told, told me. me. So then they were like, well, the viewers wanted this war vet that like lost his leg so they literally the kicked story. him off the show for this other dude's story because it was bringing more views. And then Craig says, and then like like I said, because I asked him that we were riding in his truck, and he goes, 
And so that's why I don't believe in those shows anymore because they're just not real. So not like wow. they used, not I like mean, they used not, to be, yeah. not in like the Carrie Underwood era. It started a genuine, started as a genuine thing. I'm sure, yeah. like it, yeah. you know, it started out different, but it does. You don't, man. I didn't really think about that shit when I was asking that. You know what I mean? You don't right. think about that because it's seen a different way from the other side of the screen. But when you're in it and doing that, that makes so much sense, yeah. bro. It's all about viewership because they need to cling on to that type of shit to yeah. stay relevant and stay around. And what is what's the viewership bring? Cash money mm-hmm. and so it's always resulting back to that at the end of the day mm-hmm. but so yeah that's why i think it would be a step back for me actually mm, so but. you would say to a new artist maybe kind of stay away from those shows or <sighs> i would I, just not necessarily stay away carve your own path kind of yeah like mm-hmm. if that's what you think is gonna work and you're great and you have a good following and you have you know, that gimmick yeah, that they're looking yeah. for and if you're like super talented and that's the only way you know, like think of it like my situation is so rare that I just met the right people at the right time. And that's how it works. Like these people that you see that make it knew the ends, you know? So True. it's, but other than that, that is super rare. So I feel like it's not necessarily that they're, cause it's not necessarily that it's not a good thing. Cause it's still giving you views. It's still letting people know who you are. You know, you're going to grow a mm. shit ton of following from those shows definitely but you know there's millions of people across the country that try out for it so it's tough so true it's a tough and that's just in general music's tough in general because everybody you know has a talent but i don't know i mean i guess it just uh yeah like you said carve your own path if that's the way you feel like you're gonna do it and you do it that way kudos to you everybody's got their own path of success you Mm. know there's a lot of ways to make it Spitting facts, dude. Hell yeah. Spitting fucking facts. Damn. And a lot of I feel like there's probably a lot of singers out there that are like, I wanna like they, they see those shows and they're like, I need to do yeah. I need to do that. You oh know? yeah. Like, I can't even tell you the amount of people prior to me singing, like that knew I could sing, but I wasn't out there with it, or even after I started singing, but before I got picked up, it was like, Yo my god, you should go on the voice, you should go on American Idol. Like that's definitely an option i mean it's it's still an option and it's still something that people are like like you just said i mean you know go on like if you can sing or you're talented the first thing people that actually support you will say is you need to be on the voice you need to be on american idol you know what i mean so it's like i mean look at my ass i said that shit god damn it yeah (laughs) so cliche (laughs) it is it is i wonder like ah that's so crazy you don't think about it like that until like it's like laid out like right. that. That's so crazy. It's true though. Yeah. It's a hundred percent true here. Yeah, it's like whenever you see anyone breakdancing, you're like, oh like the Jabberwockies. Yeah. Oh wow, that's fucking that's yeah. crazy. What uh what are your thoughts on like streaming platforms and shit? Because I know you know I mean, everybody that's done music knows like if we were back in the day, it would be different than putting your song out on like a streaming platform and stuff. Yeah. Like, like, how do you feel about that? Would you rather sell your own records like it would be back in the day if you could? Or like, are you just like, uh, streaming platforms, like I have to do it, whatever. That's where today's day and age is. Yeah. I mean, there are still people that like the CDs and the vinyls. So those still get made. But that's not uh, the streaming stuff is, is where it is. It's just the times. Um, I think the coolest thing about it is like you can be an independent artist and it's no longer 
like I think iTunes used to be controlled by the labels and then they mm. opened it up for everybody to use. Okay. So like I know there's a lot of different ones like SoundCloud and Spotify, Apple Music, like there's a ton of different things. Um but I think the cool thing about them, the streaming service is that it's opened up for everybody. And like, you know, kind of going back to the social media thing and the TikTok thing, if you can pop a freaking, you know, uh million followers on TikTok and you're getting 20,000 streams a day, you know, on, right. on your doing it independently, like that's going to get noticed by the labels like clockwork. I mean, they, they see that they shit. look at that all every day. I mean, they're like, what's, what's relevant. What do we need to put out on the radio this month? Like, so, I mean, that's, what's cool about that is that it's changed the game when it comes to music. I think, um, you know, like you said too, it's not like it used to be where you have to send, you know, a, a clip it of your stuff to a label or, you know, any, if you were to try to do that now, I don't even think that it, that exists to be honest. (laughs) I I, I genuinely don't even think that exists that way anymore. Mm -hmm. Cause like, as far as the Broadway playing scene goes in Nashville, they don't even go out on the town these producers and label executives that used to go find artists on Broadway. They don't even do that anymore. Rare. It's so rare. So it's like, it is the social media thing. It's like, Hmm, would I rather pick this guy who has 2000 people, but is amazing or this like kind of mediocre guy that's got 20 mil, Yeah, you know, easy pick. And that's why you look at some of these artists and you're like, Jesus, they suck at singing. Or they suck at their Whatever raps. Yeah. yeah, you're like, I'm way better than that. It's literally comes down to who they knew and their followers. That's so, so crazy. Damn. And all that being said, so you'd probably say if you ain't got a following, yeah. you're making an artist. Start like, there. You got to start there. Yeah. And, and there's Makes a right. Like, I think there's, again, there's carve your own path. I like the way, the old school way of playing shows, meeting people getting a connection with your fan base as opposed to the TikTok thing. Um, but it's equally as important now. And like, you're still not going to do anything if you don't have that social following. So that also comes into play. But I think that you get more real followers and loyal followers when you're meeting them and you're just asking people to follow you. Like, like, I, mouth. like I did that last night at my show. I was like, right at the end, I always plug my socials. So I'm go give me a follow. It helps me out at Cody cause music there. That's on all my platforms. Like I woke up this morning, 65 new followers on Instagram, which is a lot. That's you know? a lot. Yeah. So Fuck yeah, I wouldn't know what to do if I got that. That's yeah. just crazy, bro. Fuck. Yeah. That's important. And uh, I want to touch on that a little bit too. A lot of people that get on stage, at least for me, when I'm doing like level showcases and you know, people coming up, all that, they forget to shout themselves out. Literally. They do this killer set. And then they forget to connect with the crowd and actually tell them who they are. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. That's a big thing, guys. Like if you, if anybody yes. out there that's performing, man, you guys got to remember to tell the crowd who you are. <laughs> yeah. So I can't. There's so many. Like there was quite a few shows that I forgot to even introduce who I was when I first started. And I think that's a normal thing because it's just like, yeah, like it you're is. just like, all right, I'm but, ready to play. Right. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that's number one, and like. For those listening and that'll watch this, like that's that's number one, you know. And like I have it structured into my set list now, where I play two like really upbeat banger songs to start that just, 
you know, people just want to get engaged. And then like by that third song or whatever, you know, you have to take a second to be like, thank you for coming. You guys are rock. Like, are you ready to party? My name's Cody cause, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's pretty simple. And then you kind of plug a original, you know, like, Mm. so at least that's the way I do it. (laughs) That's how you do it, bro. Everybody has their own ways of doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. It's been a great, it's been a great fucking pod, man. I fucking, you got any more questions, bro? Um, I got one, one interesting one to kind of end us with. Um, so I don't know if you've asked to pick your dream collab, a dream collab that you can make a song with anybody, but I want you to pick a dream collab, but then they hate you after that. Then they want nothing to do with you after that. They want nothing to do with you after that. They don't fucking like you. If you, they see you again, they're going to fucking try and spit in your face. Like, they don't That's fucking a good like you. Get extra. It's a good question, bro, because you can make music with anybody you fucking want, but they're just going to fucking hate you after. See, I was going to say Morgan Wallen. Mm-hmm. Oh, shout out. But I'm not because his following would if morgan <laughs> hated me you. his following would yeah crumble your career cuz he has extremely loyal fans mm-hmm. so i won't pick him <laughs> but i want to collab with him okay but that's want, a notable yeah, yeah i want to be on the good side of that honorable mention <laughs> it's a hard question that is a hard question <laughs> Because it's like a double-edged sword, man. You're like, man, I like this, but we got to never talk again. <laughs> Sheesh. That is good. I'm like going right? through all the artists that I'm thinking. <laughs> and you guys won't be on terms to where the song's not going to ever be out. Right. The song's the song out, out. It's everywhere. Yeah. People love it. Like, it's a fuck, you know? But he, is he open with his beef? He has to be. He has to be open with the beef. Yeah. yeah. He has yeah, to yeah, be yeah, open yeah. with the beef. And he could be cordial about it. He could be like, man, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not want to like beat your ass on sight or something. Like he could be cordial, cordial about it. You know, depends where you guys are at. Fuck. Depends what you're wearing or something. <laughs> it's a hard one, dude. I just thought of that just now, too. It's a pretty good question. Man, I, I'm going to have to go with this dude named Parker McCollum. Parker McCall. Yeah, he's a Texas artist, but he he just won New Artist of the Year for the for the CMA or the ACMs. That's going on to that lot. That actual show is tomorrow, which nice. I definitely am going to watch that because you, you kind of have to, you know. Mm. Um, but he just won. They do early announcements for those ones, so he won that. But I think that he would be the guy because he's popping, popping right super now, super popular. It would be a song that's like one and done for me. I'm like, I okay, okay I got it with him. It's going to help me. But if I have to leave it alone after that, it's okay. Like <laughs> You're like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, I love that question. I guess that's remember a that. good ass question. It yeah. is, right? Yeah, I, I have just a question. Does Go that ahead. gumball machine really work? It will. It will try to dispense you a, a gumball, but it will like tear it up and like it'll be all fucking crumbled and shit after it comes out of there Dang, so it doesn't no yeah, so so it doesn't no. <laughs> i know i was like yo throw me a gumball he's all no nah. you, like, oh. you don't want it after it's been through that thing yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it like it like chews it up but it's like i'll take it out the top for you yeah it could take it out the top <laughs> do you want do you want a gumball after the show nice same honestly they're what off, they're what fire. color Ooh. give hard, me that pink hard hitting hard hitting questions pink gumballs <laughs> all right guys 
fucking you guys want to shut yourselves out before we fucking call I think he should lay out what he's got up next. Okay. Yeah. Um so I'm going back to Nashville Wednesday. Uh, I got a couple things to do down there. Um and then hopefully by probably next month we'll have the radio tour done. Nice. Um or like planned, I should say. Mm. Uh and then Uh, just some shows i have you know another show coming up um april 16th back at the boot barn hall Mm -hmm. and then i also i'm pretty sure i'll probably land a grizzly rose um show here soon which we talked about but i won't until that's final i won't put that out just in case um but yeah then a lot of the bigger stuff that's coming up is more so coming up in the summer, just waiting for the country fest to roll around. So, hey, yeah. there so you doing go, man. that, but fuck yeah, dude. You guys know where to find the man. Don't forget to buy tickets for his shows, yo. Please, <clears throat> yep. Always helps me out. Hell yeah, bro. The Fucking April 16th show, who's that for? Jared Neiman. Jared Neiman, yeah. Heck yeah. He's pretty good. He's actually a good friend of, he's like one of Be- Craig's best friends, Craig Campbell. Um, check out Jared's music, it's really good. A lot of you guys will probably know his stuff. But he's a good friend of mine too, and so I I really wanted to get that show, so I'm glad I was able to get it. But let's go, yeah. dude! You're gonna keep nailing these shows, bro. Definitely. Fuck yeah! I can't wait to see where you're at a year from now. I know. You know what I mean? Me too, Fuck, dude. Me too. Cody Cause three coming up. <laughs> hey, Cody Cause three, man. Yeah. We got to do it again. Yeah, definitely. Love being with you guys. So we Fuck. need you on a show, bro. We're just fucking yes, where we're just bullshitting, drinking a little more, fucking talking about fucking random shit. Oh yeah, it's a fun time. Yeah, Fuck but uh, a lot more smoke in the air. <laughs> man i'm like feeling it on my back of my throat right now <laughs> Smoke's burning. we could blame derek for that one yeah. that's hilarious um all right all right anything else that you need to get off your chest before we i don't think so man i asked the gumball question <laughs> so, <laughs> he was thinking about that uh yeah i think I mean, the my advice next time is to uh come ready to play for you Ooh. so that way you're not hung over what you, you, need to, you, need to, you need to be able to drink at those concerts and be okay. Yeah, Dude, if you're gonna hang with me, you gotta be. Boom. You gotta be able to hang. Low key, if I wasn't driving, <laughs> I probably would have went harder. I fucking could probably, I could probably go like two and a half more beers. That's it. Two and a half <laughs> four beers is all, guys. Four four beers. Come on, dog. Did, bro. How how were you feeling our last interview when you drank that whiskey? Uh, definitely hungover as fuck. Really? Yeah. He told wow. he told us he was like, bro, that Cody was one, can drink. That was one glass, dude. I had a I had like a big ass glass of whiskey water. <laughs> I, like I think I had two. I don't. Even I know. killed the bottle. What are you talking about? I, we. <laughs> I was there. I was there in in presence. What's <laughs> yeah. your favorite whiskey? I like Crown, but I like I'm a, a good bourbon. Too. The one, what was the one that? Yeah, that one right Legacy. there, right? Oh. Yeah. I don't think it was that one. No, no, it was a different. Did brand. we fin- Did you guys finish it? Oh yeah, we go. Through yeah, the whatever bad. that one was was good. Yeah, yeah, that it's one was okay. really only good. available at Big Bear. Yeah, really. I don't know what it, I don't forgot the name. Loki, sorry. Oh, but there goes yeah. there goes that plug. <laughs> yeah. But it's all good. But. They have a bunch of brands only available at Big Bear. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah, good to know. Hell yeah, guys! Well, you you guys know who it is, Rick G. Check the links below. Don't forget to follow the mans. Follow me. Follow Derek. You know. And that's that's pretty much it, guys. It's been a fucking fire. Absolutely. Yeah. Seriously. Hell yeah. Always fun being here. Fuck mm. yeah, dude. Sweet. Cool. Appreciate your time, bro. All right, guys. It's been Street Champs. Like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, 
all that shit. Peace.